So in this week's Torah portion, we, we hit a pivotal moment in the life of our hero, Jacob, Yaakov, Jacob, our father, and it's in the form of a, it's kind of like a professional wrestling match. Uh, confession, I used to really like, prof- I, I, I used to really like professional wrestling when I was in high school and college. Any professional wrestling fans in this room right now? <laughs> Anybody that used to be a professional wrestling fan? <laughs> Lou was into rather than Bob and Paula were into professional wrestling. I was I was into it back, like I said, in the when I was in high school and in college in the late '80s and into the early '90s in the the phase of like Hulk Hogan, you know, and Macho Man, Red Superfly, Jimmy Snow. Chief J. Strongbow, <laughs> who? Andre the Giant, Bruno San Martino. You know, that was like, I, I, you know, I was really into all that rowdy, roddy Piper. You know, for those, it, I think professional wrestling is like soap operas for men. Because like, sometimes I'll watch, you know, I'll, you know General Hospital with Susie and I'm like, why in the world would anybody watch these ridiculous storylines? And then I'm like, well, I used to watch professional wrestling. It's the same thing. So it's, this, it's, these, it's these flamboyant characters, and some are like good guys, and some are bad guys. And the technical term, the business term for the bad guys are heels. They're called heels, the bad guys. And the good guys are called faces. I don't know where they come up with these terms, but the bad guys were heels, and the good guys were faces. And what I really always loved about professional wrestling, the bad guys, like, people just love to boo them. And the good guys, people just love to cheer. And, you know, it's just this, this hero and villain kind of mentality, and everybody just kind of got into it, and um, it, was, it, was, it was fun. And it was especially fun when the storyline would have a villain, a heel, become a good guy, a face. Because all of a sudden, somebody who was like hated and booed by the audience, all of a sudden, it's all you know, fake. If anybody thinks that professional wrestling is real, I, I have news for you, it is fake. Uh, they're very strong and, 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 and athletic. But all of a sudden, you know, one, of the, one of the characters who was a heel would get turned on or do something, and all of a sudden he becomes a hero. So that was always neat. So we're in this Torah portion, and our hero of the day, Jacob, whose name is Heel, whose name is Heel. If you remember, he was named when he uh, was coming out of his mother's womb, and he grabbed the heel of his brother Jacob, and he was named Heel, Ekev, Yaakov, Ekev, which is the root, it's Ekev. So we're going to take a journey with Ekev, with Yaakov, whose name is Heel, and in this Torah portion hits this pivotal moment in his life, which is like a professional wrestling match with some stranger, with some guy. Like the Torah goes out of its way to not name who he's wrestling with, it almost seems. So his name means Heel, but his name also means cheater, supplanter. Elena did a good teaching last week on all the deception that happened in the life of Jacob. And when he cheated his brother 
Esau out of his blessing, out of his um, birthright. Esau did a play also on the word Ekev, which he was named of, and said, isn't he named right? Isn't Jacob named right? Because he's cheating me. He cheated me out of these things. So his name means heel, but it also means cheater. You know, you may like or dislike the name that mom and dad gave you when you were born, but just thank our Father in heaven that you're not named after your worst quality. Imagine that. What's your name? Greedy. Or the sin that you struggle. What's your name? Prescription drug addict. What's your name? Sex outside of marriage. What's your <laughs> they're laughing. What's your name, liar? Just be be thankful that you weren't named after your worst quality. Jacob was named after his worst quality. So the story goes that after he deceived and cheated his brother out of his birthright and out of his blessing from his dad, he fled the scene, he developed a family, um, and he now was going back to the land of his fathers, and he had to encounter Esau. Now Esau, his brother, was up ahead. Now he fled Esau. He thought Esau was going to kill him. Esau wanted to kill him. That's why he left. But now he's going back, and Esau is coming with 400 men. And he's like, oh man, this could be it for me. So he splits up his camps. He sends a drove to up ahead with gifts because he came out of the house of his uncle Lavan as a rich man because he deceived him as well. He cheated him out of all his, his healthy livestock and he has it all with him and he's going and he, he sends a drove up ahead to give gifts to Esau and another drove up ahead. Nothing is working. He's still coming. His enemy Esau is still coming. And now he finally sends his wife and kids over the river, and now he's left alone, and a man jumps out of nowhere. You know, in professional wrestling, sometimes the characters had a mask on, and you didn't even know, like, who they were. It was like, like Mr. X or something like that. So Mr. X comes jumping out of the, out of the bushes, and, and him and, and Jacob are in a professional wrestling match. And, and Jacob has got him, like... All of a sudden, they're wrestling all night long until daybreak, and, and, and Jacob has him in like a little move, like a, like a, a finishing move. Like in professional wrestling, the, the wrestlers have like a finishing move. Like some mad headlock or something like that. So Jacob has him in some sort of lock, figure four leg lock. You know, because all the cool wrestlers, they had this, this special finishing move. You know, the ultimate warrior would lift your military press you over your head and drop you. You know, Hulk Hogan used to run with his, and drop his leg on you. Superfly Snooker used to go up onto the, onto, the, onto the ropes or onto the steel cage and, and leap and land on the person and like a belly splash onto the person. Like all the, these cool finishing moves. So Jacob has, you know, this, this guy, this, this one who's wrestling, this mysterious guy in some sort of lock, Boston Crab, Sleeper Hold, Lock, and he goes, let me go, let me go. He goes, I'm not leaving until you bless me. And he goes, what's your name? And Jacob answers, my name is Jacob. My name is Heel. My name is Cheater. My name is Supplanter. 
My name is Deceiver. My name is Porn Addict. My name is Shoplifter. My name is Slim Shady. <laughs> And he says, no longer are you called Jacob. No longer are you called cheater. No longer are you called deceiver. But I give you a new name. I give you the name of Israel. Yisrael. Because you wrestled with God and man and you prevailed. How many of us are just waiting for that moment with the Lord where he says, no more are you called angry. What's your name? No more are you called gambler. But I give you a new name. So who is this person that he wrestled with? You know, there's an expression. I've said it here many times. You could probably repeat it. And the expression is, Two Jews, three opinions. So you look at the rabbinic writings on who this masked man, the wrestler is that he was wrestling with, and you get very different answers, and it makes sense. Like, who is this person? And again, the Torah seems to go out of its way to not tell you who this person is. It, it says it's a man. But in, in the book of Hosea, later on, when he recount, Hosea recounts the story, he calls him an angel. He says, it's an angel. But then he says, the, the, the end of it is that he was wrestling with God. Because he saw God face to face, it says, and survived. But then when he encountered Esau, he saw Esau's face, and he said, seeing your face is the face of God. So apparently this angel, whoever it was, looked like Esau. So maybe it was Esau. Well, I'm going to, we don't know. Or maybe it was Yeshua. You know, he says it's a man, but he says, I saw God. So maybe it's Yeshua. And there is reality in that, how the Jewish people, Jacob, the sons of Jacob, will wrestle with Yeshua. But I'm going to spiritualize this a little bit. And I'm going to say that Jacob wrestled with his own fleshly nature. And I'm also going to say that Esau, even though Esau truly was a man, Esau represented the sinful nature, the fleshly nature, the evil inclinations of Jacob. Remember, they weren't just brothers. They were twins. They're from the same, the same source. And they wrestled in the womb. And when you see Jacob and Esau wrestling in their mother's womb, that should sound very much like when Paul said, the flesh and the spirit wrestle within us. The spirit and the flesh wage war within us. It says that, it says that the spirit is contrary to the flesh and the flesh is contrary to the spirit. And within us, there are two natures. There's a, a fleshly nature, a sinful nature, and there's a spirit divine nature. And I tell you that when Jacob and Esau were wrestling in the womb, that is a picture of the, of the, of the fleshly nature that we have 
and the divine nature that we have wrestling within each other. How do we know that, how do we know that he was wrestling with the, with, with the evil side of himself? Because it had to flee before daybreak. Because it's only Hasatan and, and demons that flee at daybreak. So there was something evil that he was wrestling with. And it was the evil side of himself. Remember, Jacob was a conniver. Jacob was a supplanter. He was a cheater. And all his life, Jacob got what he wanted through cheating. The blessing was his all along, but he got it through his own being manipulative. He knew how to manipulate circumstance. Jacob knew how to manipulate circumstance to get what he wanted and to get what he needed. He manipulated to get his blessing. He manipulated to get the birthright. He manipulated to get wealth from his his uncle. He knew how to manipulate. And now Esau, his enemy, is coming for him. He tries to pay him off with gifts. It doesn't work. And there's nothing he can do to get out of it. There's nothing he can do to get out of it. He cannot cheat his way out of this one. Esau's coming. It's time for some comeuppance. Chickens are coming home to roost. What goes around comes around. It's time for Jacob's just desserts. And he can't get out of it. There's only one thing that will get him out of this. And that's a change of name. And a change of identity. So he's wrestling. So he's wrestling with the angel. And Jacob says, I'm not leaving until you bless me. And he says, what's my name? What's your name? My name is Jacob. No longer are you called Jacob. You're called Yisrael. Because you wrestled with God and with man. And you prevailed. You wrestled between spirit and flesh. And prevailed. You wrestled with porn addiction and God and prevailed. You wrestled with your identity of being angry and God and prevailed. You wrestled with God and with flesh, God and being a liar and prevailed. You wrestled with God and depression and prevailed. See, everybody wants to become Israel. We're Israel. We're Israel. We're Israel. And there's an amazing revelation in, in, in that, especially when you believe in Messiah, about becoming Israel. 
about being grafted into Israel. If you're not a natural Israelite, if you're not naturally Jewish, you can still be adopted in, grafted in, and adopt the name of Israel. And it's a beautiful thing. And everybody shouts hallelujah for that. It's a fulfillment of prophecy. It says in Isaiah, it says, I'm going to pour my spirit on your sons. And one will say, I am the Lord's and Keep the, and take the name of Jacob, and another will say, will write, I say, write, I am the Lord, and adopt the name of Israel. Jacob, Israel, that is Jew and Gentile together. That is a prophecy of Jew and Gentile together. I will take the name of Jacob, I will adopt the name of Israel. This is end times Jew and Gentile coming together. Adopt the name of Israel, but it's important to understand what name you're adopting. And what it means to adopt the name of Israel. When you adopt the name of Israel, it means that you wrestle with flesh and with divinity and prevail. That is your inheritance as a son and daughter of Israel. You wrestle with the flesh, you wrestle with your addictions. You wrestle with your anger. You wrestle with your self-worthlessness. You wrestle with your sexual immorality. You don't just accept it. The world just accepts it. You wrestle with it. You wrestle with it. You wrestle with the flesh and with God and prevail. That is the inheritance of the sons of Israel. You wrestle with it. So I want you to know that if you're wrestling with it, it means that you haven't given up yet. If you are wrestling with it, it means you think there's something greater. If you didn't think there was something greater, you wouldn't be wrestling with it. You would just accept it. What God wants from the sons of Israel to recognize that there is flesh, there is a sinful nature, but there is something greater and be willing to wrestle with it. Even if it takes all night until daybreak, which is a Hebrew idiom for a really long time. And here is the culmination of the wrestling match that we have. And if this doesn't make you stand and shout with a voice of triumph, then I'll do it for you. At the end of the wrestling match, Jacob has the wrestler, the other's enemy, in a headlock, sleeper hold. Now, we know that he wrestled with a, a divine entity. We know that. In the pure sense, he wrestled with an angel, or maybe it was Yeshua, whoever it was. It was a heavenly entity he wrestled with. But it says that he wrestled with this entity and prevailed. Do you really think that he could have taken this guy? I mean, at the end of the thing, when he wanted to get out, all he did was touch his hip, and he like, was dislocated, and he, and he limped for the rest of his life. Do you really think that he could have beaten this guy? The angel 
Let him win. So what's the revelation for us? If we submit to the struggle, if we are willing to wrestle, if we are willing to say, I I do have fleshly tendencies, but I'm going to wrestle with this thing, darn it, until daybreak. I'm going to submit to my calling as a son of Israel that wrestles with it. I'm not going to accept it like the world does. I'm not going to say it's okay. I'm going to wrestle with it. If you wrestle with it, even if it takes all night, at the end of the fight, God will let you win. He lets you win. Professional wrestling matches are fixed. This fight is fixed. You win. And that is the inheritance of the children of Israel. You win the fight. You win the fight if you submit to the wrestling, if you acknowledge that you got to fight this thing and you don't just accept it. At the end of the fight, at daybreak, the demons will flee because they can't stand the light. And God lets you win the battle. God is not asking you to win the battle. He's just asking you to be willing to wrestle with these things. God wins the battle. The victory belongs to the Lord. The victory belongs to the Lord. Do you know why Satan is coming after you? It's because of the name that you adopted. Jacob, heal. Where's the first time we see heal in the scripture? The seed of the serpent will bruise the heel. The heel is Jacob. That's the Jewish people. No wonder why the Jewish people are always being chased. Because the serpent bruises the heel. Jacob's name is heel. That's why the enemy's always coming after the Jewish people. That's why the enemy are always coming after you who are grafted in. But Yeshua has a finishing move of his own. And it's called the head crusher. Because he may bruise the heel, but Yeshua crushes the head. Yeshua, the wrestler, has a finishing move of his own to crush the head of the serpent. That's his finishing move. The winner and still champion of the world, Yeshua! Hallelujah! 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 So what do I want you to take home from this teaching? The wrestling is righteous. There's righteousness in this wrestling. There's sanctity in your struggle. If you're wrestling, it means that you don't accept it. If you're wrestling, it means that you know there's something greater for you. If you're wrestling, it means that you are not done with this thing yet. If you're wrestling, it means that God is not done with you yet. If you're still wrestling, it means that you're approaching that time when he will let you in. I tell you, the fight is fixed.
The fight is fixed. And for those who are wrestling, and for those who are wrestling, I want to remind you that the wrestling match you're in, even if it's getting the better of you, it seems, it's a tag team match. It's a tag team match. Any wrestling fans know what a tag team match is? It means that if you're, if you're on the ground and you're struggling, it means there's somebody there that you can reach to. There's somebody there that you can reach to. There's somebody there that if you're on the ground and the enemy has a headlock on you, there's somebody behind the ropes that will tag you and come into the ring and take care of business. Yeshua is your tag team partner. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And don't ever forget that. That is your inheritance. That's what it means to be a son of Jacob. Yisrael. 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 I got this. Yis. Yudshin. The first two letters is part of the word Aish, man. You got man on the first side of Yisrael. The last two letters, L, God. Man, God. In the middle is the letter Resh. The Hebrew letter Resh, the word Resh means head. Man, God. It's all in the head. That's where the battle often is. That's where the battle often is. The battle is the Lord's to win. Praise the Lord, sons of Jacob. Praise the Lord, sons of Israel. Praise the Lord, sons of Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.